Who's ready? Let's chat. Welcome, welcome. I'm Brandi Davis, your parenting partner, and we're here to chat about all things kids and all things parenting. Let's get started, shall we? Hey, 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 friends. Um, how are you all doing? I'm, I'm pretty good. I just ordered a bunch of plants to put in my garden because in these crazy times, we need something to look forward to. Oh, craziness. Okie dokie. But today we're going to talk about distance learning because I've seen a lot of my friends online totally stressing out whether they have big kids or little kids, just like really, really being stressed. And I want this to sort of be like a beginning to a conversation. So if you guys have ideas, I'd love you to um, post them on my Facebook page or Instagram or Twitter, um, any of it, uh, because I think this is a time we really need to work together. So we're going to talk about distance learning. And whether you have, you know, whether you're powering through or you've given up, we're going to talk about all that kind of fun stuff today. And I'm, I have been talking to a lot of parents and teachers, and I'm kind of going to squish it all together to help come up with ways um, for everyone to get through this month because teachers are working really hard and parents are working really hard and everyone is a little bit frustrated. So the first thing you can do is figure out whether this stuff is graded or not. And that's kind of important because if it's not and you have kids who can do part of it, and we're going to talk about this a little more later, um, it can take some of the stress off. I'm not saying you need to ditch the whole thing unless you want to, and we're going to talk about that later. Um, But it's important to know whether it's graded. Uh, It's also important to know whether it needs to be done or not. Because if it doesn't need to be done online, there are other ways for your kids to ingest that information. And again, I'm not saying to ditch, you know, using their brains. We don't want your kids' brains to atrophy. But we can give it a different approach. So talk to your teacher, see what their priorities are, see what tips they have, and then you can kind of go from there. Sound like a good start? Cool beans. So whenever I'm going to implement something or um, whenever I talk to parents about implementing things with their kids, I really like them to talk to them first. Like, let's, let's see what's happening in my kid's brain. So you want to ask your kid what they need help with, whether it's tech-wise or educationally or even mentally. <laughs> um, you can see where they're kind of getting stuck. I have uh, one client whose daughter is a really distracted friend and they don't really uh, read the directions, which by the way, I can totally feel that because that was something that was said about me quite often. Um, And I notice I even do it now as a grown human person that I read like the first three lines. I'm like, I got this. And it's like, no, read the whole thing. (laughs) Um, But she doesn't really read the full directions and, um, and, and she just gets distracted. So what we had her do was write down the steps, just one word or a cue, um, so that when she does that, she can check it off, even down to handing it in. So that, you know, do the work, check the work, hit the send in button or whatever needs to be done. Read, answer the questions, hand it in. Um, so this, this is, this is going to help people who, and kids who are a little distracted. Um, also, 
kids who are easily distracted or, um, you know, maybe have a little ADD, ADHD, um, background noise actually helps. And I know that sounds funny, but take it from me, I often have uh, music on or um, I'll have maybe a documentary that I've seen already because I don't want it to be something that I'm super paying attention to. I don't want it to be a new podcast while I'm working or a new show that's going to distract me. I want just background noise about, I don't know, cheetahs in the wild or like Henry V or something. (laughs) And the reason that this works is that without it, we hear every single thing that happens. So every click, every movement, every wind that blows, it's like, what, huh, what was that, what was that? And it cues our brains. I know this is not the scientific version of it, but I'm just breaking it down. So if you have something consistent playing in the background, it kind of keeps you on track because that's your brain's got over there, I'm listening to the cheetahs, but then I can focus on my work because I'm actually not hearing every car drive by, every butterfly fly by the window. I know it sounds crazy. Just give it a shot. Just try it. Who knows? Just try it. You may learn something really interesting. (laughs) The other thing you want to do is make sure that your child has everything they need before working so you can limit those pop-ups. So all their materials, their books, um, if they need a calculator, which I know some of them have on their phones, but we'll talk about those later too. Maybe they can't have their phones while they're working. Um, a glass of water, a snack, whatever it is, just focus and talk about how long your child will work. Um, some kids like to power through all the assignments for the day and be done. Other kids need to do things in blocks. So this is a good time to learn about your kids learning style. So talk to your kids, see how they want to do it. And as long as the work's getting done, I guess it really doesn't matter how they're doing it, right? you know, it's all good. Just whatever way works for them. Be clear about what needs to be finished. Clarity is so important. So if the teacher gives you a choice um, and says, you know, listen, I just want kids to do 15 minutes of work um, on these math problems. There are 20 of them, but you know, whatever takes 15 minutes. So you can have your kid work for 15 minutes, or maybe you can have your kid do five math problems. If they've totally nailed it, they can move on to another assignment. If they need a little more work, they can work on it until they get it. So maybe they can work with a friend because that might make it more fun. Um, and, and maybe even an older kid can help them and tutor them. Um, maybe they'll do it for free. Maybe like a kid that's two, three years old or will do it for like 10 bucks. Who knows? But it takes a little bit of stress off of you. You can also think outside of the box. So if they're really stuck and they're like, and the teacher's like, you don't have to do this, it's okay. You can think about other ways to learn. So for younger friends, just sticking with the math theme, you can put some math problems on rocks or cars or dinosaurs or whatever they like. um, And they can match it up with an answer on another rock or another car or another dinosaur. And this is great for counting all the way up to division or really anything. The idea is to get creative and make it fun. Don't have time for this? No worries. Don't do it. It's okay. It's okay. 
Um, I will say the kids do learn better when things are fun, as we all do. But also, if working on the computer is just too much, try printouts, um, especially for bigger kids. I'm not a huge fan of the printout, but if you are learning multiplication tables and um, and and just being on the computer and the glitches are driving your kids crazy, you can just print out a couple multiplication tables or just write down a couple multiplication problems and have them answer it, see if they get it. The idea is that they're practicing a little um, and that they know and have mastered the idea of how to do it. And you know, there will be a review, it's okay, when they go back to school. But we really don't want our kids just vegging out in front of the TV and, you know, doing nothing for six months. <laughs> That's not good for anyone, including us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So think creative. Think outside the box. Get all your information and take a little pressure off yourself. And also maybe make it a little bit fun if you are creative like that. And if you need any help with that, of course, you can always contact me. I'm happy to help with ideas on how to create out-of-the-box learning. That's what I'm here for, y'all. So for reading, writing ideas, lit ideas, um, I know we're all really stressed out and tired, but we do, like I said before, need to keep our kids' brains thinking and moving and growing and not just locked on screens. <laughs> and we don't want them losing everything they know because as we know, the summer slide is enough and they lose a lot just even during the summer. And now we're tacking on more months. So you can have them choose to read something. I don't even care if it's a comic book. I really don't. I don't care what kids read. It doesn't matter. Whatever excites them, whatever gets them thinking. And then they can write something about it. Um, or maybe other times they can record uh, what was going on. Maybe they can get creative and, um, you know, add some things that they would have added to the book or a continuation of that book or comic. Maybe they can do it as a news report or a sitcom or whatever. Um, maybe they can write a song about it. Whatever, whatever excites them. But the idea is... Um, that they understood what they're reading. It's all about the reading comprehension. And that's what matters. And they're reading. And that's super important, right? Super important. So my nephew's class wrote to first responders. And kids can do that too. And it's super cute. You can also have them journal. They can write things down. They can draw things they want. Um, they can list things that they want to do. Um, they can help you guys create a menu for the week and write down uh, the, the menu and the plans or the recipes. The idea is just having your kids practice in fun and outside of the box kind of ways. I know, I keep saying outside of the box. I do. But I like outside of the box. <laughs> okay, so are your kids struggling with online history or science? There are documentaries about anything and everything right now. And I might have mentioned this before, um, I don't know if it was here or a FaceTime Live or what, but I have said that I wish that there were documentaries like this. And I know there were some back in the olden days when I was in school and dinosaurs were roaming the earth, um, but not really like today. There are documentaries about anything, whether it is science, whether it's history, that includes, you know, English too, you know, authors or books. 
So if your kid is that kind of learner, because I'm an auditory and visual learner, um, it works better if someone sort of tells me, I'm definitely like more of an auditory learner, but if someone's telling me the story, that doesn't mean that I'm not necessarily going to go back and read the assignment and do it, but it's easier if I have a base. So if I was learning about World War II, I would watch a documentary about World War II. Then I can go back to the online material having picked up a lot of information and then reading it would be easier. And so you can have your kids do that. It's, it might be more fun for them too. And I know we're trying to get them off screens, but I feel like documentaries are not the same as, you know, playing Mario Kart all day or whatever people are playing now. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I was Zelda in Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, once they have that base knowledge, they can go to the assignment and finish it up. And there are some grades that, you know, can opt out, um, but, but they really could keep learning in other ways. And the problem with online learning is that, and, and I know teachers are trying really hard and this is not about them, but it does take some of the fun and the humanity and the creativity that teachers have out of this. And again, this is not the teacher's fault. It's the medium. Learning's done best when kids can experience it or get excited about the topic or have a teacher there who's painting an amazing picture about, you know, what happened in Versailles. Like, that's how kids get excited and learn. Uh, so, yeah, again, box, get out, think outside. But keep in mind, history, science documentaries, really, really great ones um, on Netflix, on YouTube, everywhere. Think about TED Ed. Such good resources. Such good resources. Such good resources. So guys, the sun is out. It is very, very warm outside. I mean, for what it's been. So I think that's what's making me like super peppy and really giddy here today. I'm just so excited. I'm definitely going out there when we're done here. I'm going to work out there for the rest of the day. So nice. So nice. I'm just going to sit in the garden be happy but that might be why I'm super peppy today because I love sun sun okay so we've talked about different ways of sort of learning and thinking outside of the box and choosing other ways to kind of get your kids brains going and flowing now we're going to talk about what happens when the kids are like absolutely not I'm not doing this so you do want to talk to them you want to see, again, what's holding them back. What do they need? Um, and once that's done, you can move on to other things like stuck if they, don't, um, if they don't do the work. Now, if they're having a moment or having a breakdown, this is a good time to sort of talk about feelings. And actually, that's something that we're going to really focus on next week, talking to your kids about their feelings. And, you know, maybe they need to walk around the block real quick if they're big, or maybe they need to kick a ball or lay down for a little bit. Um, you know, we've all had a day where we have to phone it in because we just can't deal with, like, you know, how it just feels right now in the world. But you can't phone it in every day. So you want to talk to your kids. Listen, what's so frustrating? What do you need? What can I do? Um, you know, yesterday we took it easy because you were having a lot of feelings and you were really frustrated. But today you do need to do the work. This is expected of you. Um, so here's the dealio. You're kind of stuck here in this, in this moment. And um, remember we talked about stuck in two podcasts ago where you just can't move on 
to anything else. So they can't do anything else except bodily functions until the work is done. So there's no games. You might have to hold their phone. Maybe you need a calculator, although there is a calculator on the computer. Um, And you may need to say, you know, nope, nope, we're not getting up for 70 snacks right now. You're not going to go and play. Um, But don't fight about it. They just can't do anything until it's done. They can freak out, but it's really on them. And yes, it's a tough time and it's stressful and we do need to be understanding, but we also still do have responsibilities. And, you know, again, we may have an off day and need a day without, you know, responsibilities, but you can't do that every day. So if your kids won't move on or won't do their work, then they're stuck. And maybe they need to start earlier in the day so that they have more time to be stuck. And you could put the carrot at the end where it's like, okay, great, when you're done, then you can move on to playing video games with your friends online, of course, or on your devices. Gosh, I'm really aging myself here. Really, really am. Um, But yeah, stuck is a really good way to have your kids do their responsibilities and not have you freak out. Yep, can't do anything till your jobs are done. That's it. They can be mad. You can walk away. This is a crazy time. (laughs) I know I keep saying that. Um, And this kind of distance learning in this way has not been done before. So I really want people to understand that this is a crazy pants time and take some of the pressure off of yourself. This is not the same as homeschooling or unschooling. People who homeschool and unschool, they have a plan. They also made that choice in their lifestyle and it fits in with their lifestyle and what they do. They've also researched it. They know how to do it. Right now, no one knows what to do with this distance learning. It's hard for everyone. So don't compare um, yourself to, you know, the idea of homeschooling or unschooling. It's like, oh, but other people have do this all the time, but they do it in a different way. This is totally different. Um, so try to get through it the best way that you can. Help your kids express their feelings, and we're going to be talking about feelings next week a lot more, and also find ways to cope with them. So they need to know that just because they're frustrated doesn't mean that they have to throw in the towel. Take a few deep breaths, take a drink of water. Um, For your littles, I mean, you could try this with your big ones, but they're going to think you're crazy, but that never stops me. Um, Just because it's tough doesn't mean you can't, and everything's tough before it's easy. And mistakes are proof you're trying. If you never mess up, you're never trying anything new. And we say this all the time, and it has been a game changer for um, our kids at school. Side note, I did also say that to my mom when I was teaching her how to Zoom, which took like 45 minutes, and it was might have been one of the funniest things that has happened in lockdown. But I did tell her, just because it's tough doesn't mean we can't, and everything's tough before it's easy, and I think she was going to disown me. Um, So help your kids express and cope with their feelings, and just keep those brains growing in any way that you can. Um, Have them, you know, if they love music, write a song. If they love sports, they can, you know, write something about the sport they loved, or whatever it is, work on stats. Just anything to keep their brains going and flowing. It's just so important. And if you really want to get specific, because I know this is very general, um, 
I'm happy to help. I'm here. You guys can sign up for the 60 for 60. It's 60 minutes for $60 and that's actually 40% off of what an hour usually is. You'll get a follow-up email with everything we talk about. And don't forget, if you guys need charts or checklists, I am here for you. Um, they're cheaper now. They're $5 because I can't laminate them and send them to you. <laughs> I can email them. Um, but uh, a parent did a really cool thing that I didn't even think about because I was saying to people you could buy those um, contact paper uh, sort of like the envelopes or the self-laminating papers. But um, another client of mine actually just put it in a picture frame and it was dry erase. Brilliant. So, okay, guys, distance learning. Take the pressure off. Just make sure your kids are thinking. Make sure they're helping around the house too. We've talked about that before. And do what you need to do to keep your sanity. All right, y'all, we got this. It's only like, one more month, right? Just just one, right? May, we just have to get through May pretty much. Maybe a week in June, and then we'll have other problems because then your kids will have nothing to do. <laughs> we'll talk about that later, I promise. Okay, I will talk to you guys soon and have a great one. Thanks for hanging with me here. Again, I'm Brandi Davis, your parenting partner, and you can find me on Instagram at Parent Coach Brandy. You can find me on Facebook at Brandi Davis C-A-F-C, and on Twitter at C-A-F-C Brandy. I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear your questions. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your comments, and I'll chat with you again soon. I can't wait.